This is Podflix, episode 183. I'm Nish. Oh, I'm Willie. <laughs> All right, we're here. We're ready to go. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? It sounds like you're excited. <laughs> totally excited. Great. Yes. All right. Yes, sir. We got to pump ourselves up because I have a feeling our discussion is going to sap the will out of us slowly <laughs> as we go through it. So we got to start. We got to start at like a 10. This is so like we- this is like the the. Um, the, the sea biscuit announcer. That's right. Exactly. Will was that William H Macy as the sea biscuit announcer? Yep. Yep. We are all William H Macy today. That's right. All right. <laughs> get get yourself in that Macy mindset. <laughs> all right. We watched Eternals, the recent release from Marvel Studios. Um, before we get to that, Willie wanted to talk about his micro penis. Do it. <laughs> no, sorry. Do it, Willie. Peeling back the curtain for a second, Willie told yeah. me that he had an on-topic, off-topic thing that he wanted to talk about before we discussed the movie, but he wouldn't tell us what it was. <laughs> Funny thing is, I've actually asked you this question before. I invited you guys up. I got a little spoiler for the Spider-Man movie. Yes, me too. I've now gotten like uh, three l- little spoilers, but I think they're not the little ones anymore. You're not here to they're punish us, mi- are you? <laughs> like, you they're, not, they're, I mean, they're not the micro spoilers, if you will. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. This is, this is probably silly to anybody listening because we're like probably the only three people who haven't seen Spider-Man, judging by the box office. Um, but like it, it is a thing where it's like I've, I have gotten multiple spoilers on this movie and I have no idea if those are like – I mean, some of them have to be big ones, but like just by the nature of what they are. But like, I have no idea if these are the big ones or if there are other ones I don't know about because it feels like a lot of shit happened in this movie just from the vague discourse. Um, I've managed to avoid knowing or hearing like it was really I I don't even know if people think it's good or not. Is the crazy thing. I just know some of the spoilers. So, well, here's here's a spoiler for you. People think it's good. (laughs) Damn it. Sorry. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, you know, there's no streaming options today as of the recording of this. And uh, you get this is this is why it's on topic movie stuff. Right. But um, I pinged you guys this weekend to be like, hey, fuck it. Let's just rent out our own theater. How much could it possibly cost? Mm-hmm. Turns out it's 500 bucks. You can rent the whole theater. Not which maybe maybe not quite worth it for the three of us. <laughs> You can put 40, you can, actually feels like a good deal if you get, because you could bring 40 people, which I'm not going to, but that's actually, if you have, 40 people, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. If, if you filled the whole theater, how much do you think that would be per seat? I have no concept for how many seats there are in a movie theater. Me neither. It's also been so long since I've been I mean, in a movie theater. I, movies is like 20 bucks now, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. I mean, that's $800 right there. What do you mean, right? For if, it, if, it's, 40 if it's 40, well, 40 seats. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think I, I think what Paul's saying is there are more than 40 seats, right? It depends on which theater, right? Like if it's the big recliner seat theaters, it might not actually be more than 40. The question I had for you is, all right, let's say, let's strip out, let's strip out the layers of that this might be a theater. Like you're willing to spend a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Not a bunch. You're willing to spend more than 20 bucks, I assume, to see this movie. And you could do it without getting cooties from all your fellow viewers. Where's your cap? What's the number? 
hundred bucks? Is it 150? How much would you spend for yourself to see one, one movie like this? For this particular, I'm not saying for any movie, but for this yeah. particular movie. And I would say my current cap is probably, it's probably 150 and it probably is going to go down every time I get another spoiler. <laughs> but for right now, <laughs> it's probably at 150. Wait, wait, I'm, so just, just so I'm clear, are you saying, Paul, is, is the question that Paul, like, is, is it that Paul, you would spend $150 just you period by himself by yourself yeah, just to, to be see, able to see the to movie see safely movie safely yeah. now just in the right theater. like like or, or anywhere like if Disney or Plus anywhere. was like you spend 150 bucks you can watch it tonight i would watch it probably yeah mine isn't that high mine's 100 honestly wanna, i'm i want to eat the, i want i want the popcorn and the soda too honestly i'm <laughs> trying not to be spoiled beyond what i did before but my uh my tolerance for spoilers has grown exponentially over the years like it will not kill me if i'm completely spoiled for this movie by the time i see it if i know exactly what happens in this movie it won't i'll, I'll be okay i'll still i'll still i'll still watch it and i'm sure i'll still like it it's not just spoilers though because also i feel like like i'm gonna watch this movie in like two months and want to talk about it and everyone's gonna be like yeah we saw that movie in december like we're not talking about that anymore um so there's like a lot going on right now that i'm (laughs) well you'll have less that i'm ducking and dodging to not see it you know and i would like to like read reviews and read articles and like sure see what's going on and i'm missing all of that and that I would like to get to. There's some. There is some value in doing that. That is fair. Here's a weird. Here's a weird thing. Is this movie came out what month ago? Yeah, as we're as as we're recording this a month ago. So now you know when we recorded it. Um, I only know one person that's seen it, but it's made a ton of money. I mean, I, a few I, people. Just, <laughs> I, I just would have thought I knew like a lot of people that have seen this movie. Yeah. Maybe you know. do, and they're not telling you. Yeah, it's tr- it's good. They don't, don't spoil. They it. don't want. Maybe to, it's, maybe they, maybe I they don't want them you down to tiss, tiss them for yeah. going into a movie theater and watching it. No judgments. Yeah. Do you think? I looked. Um, I I looked to see when it was playing around here to see if there was some like weird eleven o'clock showing on in some place someday that I could just like call out in the morning from work and just like go and see it and like know that like almost no one else will be there. And feel like it's like okay, I mean, like I feel okay about this, and I couldn't find anything. Well, here's what we need to do now, Nish, is we need to find it for like twenty or thirty bucks and tell Paul it costs four hundred dollars. We'll split it three ways. <laughs> four fifty. He'll we'll split it three ways. We'll get his one fifty. Right. We'll exactly. cover. Our, we'll we got. Cover we, our we got his cap. Right Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't like this plan at all. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's all. Wait, all what's right. your number? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, One fifty. I'd have to think about it. A hundred bucks. But that number also goes down over time as like the conversation oh, yeah. starts to die down. And, sure, of course. Yeah, a number. Your number probably drops by fifty bucks by next week. It might. Yeah, it totally might. It feels right. I spend. I usually once a month. I spend the. 70 bucks on pay-per-view for ufc fights but but in another way like now we're really entering the danger zone because i already saw one article that didn't even feel like they needed to mention that there were spoilers no no yeah i i I think that's gonna like like we said a month out i think you're gonna start getting a lot of a lot of things that just like you know it's like right up there in the headline somewhere right it's just common not let's assume it's common knowledge now and yeah here it comes Yeah. yeah 
Yeah. That's very much how it was with the, uh, like the, I mean, we, we discussed it in the show, but I guess I won't spoil it here, even though it's been a year. Um, the, you know, the thing at the end of the second season of the Mandalorian, I feel like it was like maybe a month before it was just kind of like, just sort of an open thing that, that was discussed. Mm hmm. Really? I feel like there was I saw a lot of spoilers for it. No, no, no. There definitely were sooner than that. But like at least those ones sooner than that, like were ones that like people were kind of like got annoyed about. Like, man, you spoiled that right in the thing. And then I felt like after that, like there was a point at which it was just like, look, we're just going to discuss this. And it's your fault if you haven't watched it by now. Yeah, but you also, you know, if you wanted to watch it, you could in the safety of your home. Right. There was a difference. No problem. Right. 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 I totally agree. There was there, there was a difference. There is a theater because I was just checking because you brought it up. There's a theater I could get to that says vaccination required and has an 11:30 a.m. show. That's your best bet. During the I was, this is what I don't what get. It's like I know it's cold out and all, but can we just do like open the drive-ins again and like I'm sitting in my car anyway. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I, I feel like it, there's a bunch of driving owners really kicking themselves that closed like three years ago. They're just like, oh, if I just held on a little bit longer. Right. Three years ago. I think they all closed about 30 years ago. <laughs> no, you, you don't. the drive-ins were a big business until 2019. No, but <laughs> you didn't know that? COVID, ironically, COVID wiped them out. <laughs> That's right. When, when did the drive-in buy-off close? Uh, 80s. No, it's still open, dude. The Warwick Drive-In is still open. The ones that, like, the three on planet Earth that are that are stayed open. It says temporarily closed. Will stay open forever. It's, cl- it's, cl- it's closed for the wintertime. Yeah, because that makes sense. I don't think you'd want to go to a drive-in right now. I would. I'm sitting in my car. Yeah, what do I care? What, yeah, I'm in the car. What do I care? Right. Well, I'm talking, like, during an actual snowstorm. That could be fun, too. I guess. I don't think you'd see much movie. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, how hard it's snowing, and you'd be stuck really, there. <laughs> it really enhances the space scenes. <laughs> All right, and speaking of space scenes, let's get to a movie that had some space scenes. I guess it did. Sure, there. There. let's go with it. Yes. All right. So the movie we watched was 2021's Eternals. I want to say the Eternals over and over, <laughs> and it is just Eternals. Um, so this was before Spider Man, the previous MCU. Uh, feature that that came out. It came out in November, um, and just uh, in, as we're recording this, um, just became available on Disney Plus about a week ago. So um, it is directed by Chloe Zhao. It stars a bunch of people: um, <laughs> Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, uh, Kit Harrington. Um, I don't know, a bunch of other people. I'm just, I'm just Rob Stark. Yeah, I said him already. I just okay. I just said his real name. <laughs> Salma Hayek. Yeah, Salma Hayek, Kumail Nanjiani. There's there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in this. Um that tall dude with six eyes. The tall dude with six eyes. We all knew he was gonna be in it and he showed up. Typecasting. Um, yeah, I know. Um okay, so this is an MCU movie. But it's an MCU movie that introduces a plethora of new characters. These are all people we haven't seen before. Basically, the gist of the movie is that uh, the characters we follow are Eternals, who are superpowered beings who were sent to Earth 7,000 years ago by the Celestials, um, which are in in Marvel lore. They are like this race of 
godlike beings who are gigantic who kind of like create life sort of you know they, they were like kind of the the first beings that were like in the universe and they're they're sort of in a lot of ways responsible for for all life it's kind of explained during the movie and yeah, the eternal strangely they're eternal beings not named eternals yes um but the eternals yeah. can are, actually die not actually and, aren't actually right, eternal but it's are great. named eternals right yeah. right and um the the eternals stated mission is to uh rid the earth of deviants um which are these horrible creatures who um you know basically are i don't know hunting down humans they these they're these i don't know huge kind of mutant tiger looking things i don't, I don't know what they are um but anyway like they they're, they're sent there to hunt the, them down and then um the movie follows the eternals over you know, these 7,000 years, we see them in flashbacks. And then we also see them in the present day as they um, kind of reckon with sort of the true purpose of their mission, um, which they find out kind of as the movie goes on, they find out kind of who they really are and what they were really put on earth to do, um, which is a bit of a mind fuck for them. All right. I think that was a pretty, Us too. Was, don't, don't you worry. That's right. That was, that was a pretty spoiler free ish premise, I think of, of kind of uh, this movie. So, we are spoiling this movie, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But to start, but yeah, but just to <laughs> lay to, to lay out the premise, yeah, exactly. So let's start by talking about. Um, let's start on a good <laughs> Where note. To begin. Let's, let's, let's let's start on a good note. Let's talk. Let's let's start by how did you think this movie looked? Because I I personally think that was one of the better facets of this movie was that the cinematography was decent and i like the location shooting uh overall it looked bad yeah in in particular the one scene where icarus played by rob stark uh played by whatever that richard madden who plays rob everybody knows is rob stark from game of thrones sure when he when he uses his gazer beam and chopped in half their spaceship and then it went whizzing by Angelina Jolie. I was like, that looks so bad. Yeah, I don't really. And it's really uncharacteristic for a Marvel movie. I don't really mean the special effects, though. I, I, I guess oh. I mean, like, it, like much was made before this movie came out of the fact that it was kind of shot, like, in real locations for the most part. <laughs> and I felt like that came across in, in, in quite a few scenes, like, especially like. Like scenes like the opening scene with the humans, like in like seven thousand BC or whatever, when they first come Mesopotamia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And kill the deviants. Like I, I felt like there were some pretty scenes that, like, there there were points of the movie that had this contemplative feel, and I think that's what they were going for. That felt very unlike a Marvel movie, and I appreciated those. I don't know that they. I don't know that the way the movie was structured that they like really made sense always. I don't mm-hmm. know that that like it, it, it taking those for what they were apart from like how they fit into the movie. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty and serene and I felt like, you know, something could have been done differently that might've made those kind of work a little better. I think I mostly agree with you um, that most of it looked pretty good. Um, I don't think Australia looked very good. Um that looked pretty soundstage to me, but yeah, but, I would agree with that. But by and large, I think I, yeah, I agree with you. Like you're right that it definitely looks like a movie that was shot on, on many locations. Um, and, and, and that part did look good. My favorite scene was the London scene. 
the opening scene you're saying or mm-hmm. the, the, the opening action scene i guess the setup scene basically yeah 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 i i kind of like that too actually as a scene um let's now go to the plot because <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't think we want to discuss the acting before we actually discuss like what this movie is about mm-hmm. and and sort of how that plot is done so basically um you know we hold we, up hold up hold up yeah. is it, was this based off there's a comic book here yeah, I mean, I, I don't I actually don't know if there's a comic book called Eternals or if they're just characters that appear in other comic books or whatever. But this these are like these are existing characters, obviously. From, but from I was just curious if this is created material or this is pulled from other source material and they just like chose. Made, My limited China. understanding of it is, I mean, the Eternals are characters that exist. They their origin story as revealed in this movie is I think is is different. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Well, woof. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so basically these these beings have been on earth for 7,000 years and they all were under the impression that they were here to kind of rid the world of these deviants, which is true partially. They are there to rid the world of these deviants, but the reason why is because in actuality um you know, more than 7,000 years ago, I guess um, the celestials and specifically the one celestial who they talked to Arishem uh, throughout the movie um, basically put the seeds, I guess, kind of, of, of new celestials into various planets. And so the whole point that they've been doing is they've been trying to make sure that the intelligent life, i.e. humans on the planet grows to the required number in order to support the development of this celestial in the middle of the earth, at which point the celestial will be born and kind of emerge out of the earth, destroying the earth in the process. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what they're there to do. And it turns out that the Eternals themselves who think that they are these beings from another planet are actually robots as, as, as Kumail Nanjiani says, fancy robots, computer (laughs) computer programs, maybe artificial life forms. Yes. They are artificial life forms who are created for this purpose and after and have done this many, many, many times. And after each planet is destroyed, their minds are wiped and they are sent to the next planet. Um, And so they have no memory of this except for the prime eternal, as they call it, basically the leader who is uh, Ajak played by um, Salma Hayek. So that's kind of, that's what they find out. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think there's a good movie in here somewhere based with that with that premise? Or is this plot? Does the plot just ruin the fucking movie? Is there a good movie in there somewhere? I don't think the plot ruins the movie personally. Like, No, I don't think the plot ruins the movie. I think there are probably four movies worth of plot in this movie. Yes. I think, I think that is part of the issue is that the big issue, I mean, jumping forward, I feel like the, the, the big issue with that I had with this movie was just that you're telling that story and you're also introducing 10 new characters at the same time who we have no reason to give a shit about. And it's really hard to develop their characters to the point where we care about them and tell that entire story all within two and a half hours. Like, I I feel like it would have made this, this, this feels much more like it was like, it would have been a better series than a movie where you could have like slowed down a little and actually developed like some character development of the of who these people are and why we should care about them beyond like these like one or two beats we get with each of them yeah I'll, i mean i'll tell you how to make this movie better um you take out 
the whole reveal. You take out all of the Tiamat stuff and you just have the Eternals coming to Earth, fighting the Deviants, living to present day. And then they have to fight this evolving Deviant who in this fucking movie is there but serves no purpose whatsoever. And yeah, just kind of so weird. Like this weird, like... Like, it feels like this weird, like, it, it does feel like that was maybe the original plot or something. And then, like, they they grafted this other, like, celestial thing onto it and but, like, kept him in for some reason and, like, yeah, never just, explained, like, why is he different? Like, why? Like, what? What does this have to do? Just with make anything? him the bad guy of this movie. Right. Like, and then you can cut out all the other stuff and save that for later. Like, I, I don't know why they felt like they needed to tell so much story in this movie. Well, this movie is incredibly long. Uh, By the way, j- just for record, I, I'm going to answer my own question. I don't think there's a good movie in here with this plot. Only in that it's being plopped in the middle of the MCU, and it makes no sense. There's no reason for this to be in the MCU. It, it could be a Marvel movie somewhere else, but this like Thanos shouldn't have existed in this movie. Like all the thing, like there shouldn't be superheroes. Then it would be a kind of its own thing on the side, and maybe I could wrap my head around it. But like. I don't think there's any place for this plot while Iron Man and Captain America and all these humans are jamming around, plus people from other planets and blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't disagree. So so let's talk about Thanos a little bit, right? Because they they like lampshade that right in the beginning, because even when the trailer came out, there was like the first trailer, I think, for this or like the first teaser or whatever. That was what fans were asking, where it's like, well, these guys have been here and they're like these super powerful like beings that like inspired like myths. Like it's like, you know, like. Like the characters are like variously supposed to be like they're like Gilgamesh and Icarus and Athena and like all the like they lived through all these yeah. different things. And it's like, why didn't they? Why where were they when Thanos came? And I agree. It like they 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 give an explanation, which is that they were like told not to interfere unless it had something specifically to do with deviance. But that doesn't really hold up either because it's like half of all life was extinguished when Thanos Thanos snapped his fingers and they even say later on that it delayed the emergence and it's like so it did affect stuff like feels weird that you wouldn't have joined in or done something I feel like this would have made more sense it wasn't any of them got snapped either right I feel like this would have made more sense and and again I understand if doing it this way wouldn't have supported a feature film because it would have just been too divorced from anything which is why I said it's like, well, you could have made it a show and then and then had a movie that like follows on after that. But it's like maybe it would have almost made more sense if they were on some other planet in the beginning too, like not Earth. And like we got to know them on that other planet because then if the Thanos thing happened, it's like, well, they're not there. They don't even know that Thanos is doing all this shit until he actually snaps, you know? Right. It's like, fuck, like that. Like they could have done the whole thing. We learn about them. They fight this superpower deviant who's on that other planet with them. Hey, and, yeah, then, and, and then at the end, like half of everyone though. on that planet gets snapped and that's how it ends or something like so that. Was it, when he snapped, was it all creatures in the entire universe? Yeah, yes. half, half of all life. They didn't, they didn't really go over whether that included plants or not, but it definitely includes animals. Does, I mean, does I it include celestials? Did, didn't Groot disappear? Yeah, but I don't know if Groot's a plant or not. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I guess I, like, I'm not sure if like, half of all the trees on earth disappeared or not when that happened. But anyway, primarily I I really just couldn't like, I was like any mention of other Marvel stuff. I was like, this is not, I don't like this. It it really felt like, like when they talk about like the Avengers or whatever, and like all that stuff, like it really felt like out of, it felt completely out of place. It was just like, these guys are strolling in at the last minute. Like, Hey, we're here too. Aren't we cool? 
And it's like, right. no, no, stay in your corner, guys. Like this, this is not, this is not working. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, I understand it would have been very different for them and like, it wouldn't have explained why they had names that were like earth kind of I, names. But I, I feel like, like I said, if they were on a different planet, it would have been much better because then they couldn't have made reference to any of that. Or just, and, I mean, they could have just been on earth and then they could have left it. Like they, they, I mean, at that moment when they decide to disband, they could have just gone off somewhere else and then like, Oh, okay. We'll go. I mean, there's a lot of things they could have done. Yeah. And and they chose not to. And, and, and honestly, like it feels, it feels like they threw that line in there cause they needed to address it, but it didn't feel satisfying even a little bit. Yeah, I agree. They could have set the whole thing before any of this happened. Like the whole thing could have been set in the fucking 1800s or something. And they prevented yeah. the emergence in the 1800s. And obviously they couldn't have had a fucking hand and face coming out of the earth because that would have had to be in the MCU. But like they could have stopped all that, then been called back and been away when like everything happens now. Yeah, but that doesn't that part that part drove me crazy, too. It's like fucking well, if they if like two of the hands or, or the hand and the head are coming out of the ocean, it's like the planet's already fucked at that point. Like yes. that thing has made it out of the center of the earth. <laughs> right. Like the damage is Agreed. fucking. Like what does the earth look like at this point? Right. Cause otherwise it could have just like crawled out of the ocean and flown away and everything would have been fine. Right. Like it's already out. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. it's right. weird. And, yeah. and, like all the layers of the earth underneath that little hand sticking out are just absolutely destroyed. Right. I, like I felt like they were really tied to that visual and they wanted that to exist like really badly. Like it's totally unnecessary though. Who cares about a fucking hand sticking out of the ocean? Well, the heads there too but like we'll fucking see that in like the background of like the next whatever movie like guaranteed oh like well like, yeah oh, of God. course i mean it's gonna it's gonna come up in some weird way yeah but yeah there'll be like I, graffiti I all over it or some shit yeah i agree i definitely i have a note here i was like god i hope that hand does not i hope that hand gets deleted in the multiverse <laughs> <laughs> so um who did you who did you like in this movie in terms of the the people and or you know kind of who they played, I mean, I liked, I, I I liked Icarus up until his turn, which I didn't fucking buy for a second, and like didn't like, like I see what they were, I know what they were going for, but it but with his heel turn, it didn't it didn't work. Like it I didn't, didn't buy it. Didn't really track that. with how he had acted up to that point in the movie. Like it would have been fine. Like, like it kind of fit sort of with the flashbacks a little bit but it didn't of? fit with how he had been but not even like, it's, I mean, it's like he he was fine with it for like thousands of years and then realized he, he wasn't fine with it anymore and like that's why he left um and then like that's why he left Cersei or whatever her name is yeah. and then um and then i get what they were going for like they're getting for like it was all he had to hold on to and then when fucking like the rug got pulled out for him he just chose to like cling that much tighter to it to like the one thing that was his foundation but like it didn't work Right. And like, I, I didn't buy that he would like take it as far as he did and just be like, well, I guess that makes me a bad guy. And like, bad guy is what I am. You know what I mean? It's funny you say that though, Paul, because I thought he makes a, of all of them, even Angelina Jolie, who's got a lot of star power, like he was to me the most believable superhero of the crew. I thought he did a very good job with the part he was given. I thought it was rubbish writing. Well, that's why I said and I he, liked him until he the heel turn. Like that, his character. I really liked his character. The writing <laughs> was ridiculous. Where essentially, like he was kind of going along and playing along, and there was like, there was a, I can't remember what the line was, but he was basically like, "Okay, I've gone along with this long enough. Yeah, time for me to turn the heel." And I was like, "Really? 
this is how you're like, we, you were definitely like telegraphing this from a mile away, but that's, that's how you're going to deliver the heel turn. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't see it coming honestly because it didn't really. Yeah. Because it didn't fucking make any sense. <laughs> um, like, I mean, like I, I thought, honestly, I thought we were going to get some kind of fucking explanation for this one evolving deviant, um, who was off doing shit. I thought that, I thought that was going to play into the end somehow, and it didn't. Right. It's weird that we never got an explanation for that at all. Yeah. How this how this yeah. deviant could like they, 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 take somebody's powers yeah, like, and talk. Right. Like, like, talk. like we did get an like like we did get an explanation eventually for how the deviants had come back in the first place, which I guess was just that they were frozen in the ice and global warming, yada yada yada, and other here. But like, but like why like why was so he was one of the ones frozen in the ice? There was always this like super evolved like. This one who could like get like like suck your powers away and like start know. talking somehow, as he got more powers or whatever like become more human looking yeah somehow he when they killed Sema Hayek they could absorb her powers and he could give it to everybody else too right yeah yeah there was that too yeah okay so great I I, I will say I liked fuck I can't rem- these characters had wild names that I can't remember most of them of um, but I liked a lot of the I liked a lot of the second tier eternals let's call them like i like yeah i agree I like like you know punchy guy and i liked um <laughs> i like punchy guy too he was my second yeah, favorite. i like that, was, that I liked, was that was gilgamesh paid, played by don lee gilgamesh that's who yeah. it is i liked i liked um the te- punchy guy. i like tech guy he was cool um fastos yeah fastos, brian yes. brian tyree henry who we've seen in uh we saw in godzilla versus kong i thought he was lame i thought his character was totally lame and boring not needed I mean, I think what they failed to do with his character was establish that, like, the, they hinted at was like the Eternals are keeping them on their, like, keeping them, adv- keeping the humans advancing just at a reasonable rate. And the way it came across in the movie was like they felt like the Eternals were trying to advance them faster, or, or he was, and then Ajax was like holding them back. And I think that, like, that's not what was happening. Like, he was supposed to be like pushing them along, but not too much. I tell you, man, like if you look at the characters to me, like some of them had really cool powers, like the super fast woman. I don't know what the other guy's, what the other guy's power was. He could just like take over people's minds or something. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. He, yeah, he could Professor yeah, X them right yeah, up. Druig. Druig. Yeah, yeah. That was his name. There's just no character development in this movie whatsoever, especially for the secondary characters. I agree. Oh, there's and, like fucking 10 people in the movie. Right. Like. There, there are literally, I think, 10 of them. And I feel like, and, and that's, that's a hard sell, you know, like I feel like you're taking 10 people who we've oh, never met before and we're supposed to care about all of them. 11 if you count fucking Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. They gave us John. There was more character development of Jon Snow than yeah. some of the I, some of the I totally thought Eternals. from the trailer. Like I thought Jon Snow was going to be a big part of this. And then it was like he's in the first like 15 minutes and then he's in like the last five minutes and that's it. I thought it was hysterical that in the first scene, you've got Jon Snow You've got Rob Stark, Stark yeah. and the main character's name is Cersei. And I'm like, yep. oh my God. Yep. Like, it's a weird Game of Thrones thing going on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would say to go back to like, like I didn't, the Sprite character doesn't really work for me. Druig didn't all. really work for me. Nope. Um, I thought Thena did not work for me at all. Um, nope. Like I, I had, I, believe it or not, like I had trouble buying her as like the most badass warrior that's ever lived like i feel well, like they i think the problem was they like 
immediate like they didn't give you really a chance to see her as a badass no. warrior, except for like maybe one like action scene where there's like a bunch of other people you're following at the same time it's like they immediately hobbled her basically by, right like, making exactly. her like you know kind of like the equivalent of crazy sort of like, again, like having these like, like weird episodes right that's again that's four plots worth of movie into one movie right. like it, right yeah they, right. No. And, like, p.s those those times where she was having her episode they were always at the worst time there was never a chance for her to shine and then have an episode. It was just like, well, let's just give her an episode right, right now. Right, like right, 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 right. When people are about to attack, let's like basically like practically make her a bad guy for like for like right. two minutes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the one thing that you got out of that, I would say, was like I I thought that the scenes with her and Punchy Guy were <laughs> like I like those scenes. Like th- those scenes, I felt carried the most emotional impact of anything in the movie. Like the scenes with By the two a long of them. Shot. They really wanted you to like care about Icarus and Cersei's like relationship, and I couldn't care less. Yeah, Which agreed. again, they mostly just show in a montage, and then right. they gloss yeah. right over it. Like, right? It's hard right. to be invested in that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They they do they try and make it feel like it's this tremendous love story, but there is like just no connection. I also feel like since since we're bringing up Cersei now, like she's in a lot of ways, one of, you know, the other center of the movie, probably besides Icarus throughout the most of the movie. And I didn't love her. Like, I felt like she was kind of wooden. I agree. Yeah. Which, which was, which was too bad. You know, like, I I just feel like I didn't get a lot from her in terms of, I don't know. She, she didn't, it, it, it just kind of felt, I I don't want to say too strong. It wasn't like horrible, but it, it felt a little compared to other characters. Like she was going to like, reading the lines kind of and like sort of you know it's like oh here i'm it's supposed to act thing, like though. there was shocked. just no de- was just no development and it was also i don't know if for you guys but never exactly clear to me what her power was i think it was she, she can manipulate matter right she can turn matter into like other things she, basically she can turn like inanimate matter into other right. inanimate matter Right. But then after but not even other inanimate matter, because she turned things into like birds and flower petals sometimes. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 You're right. She did. What about that bus that was crashing? What about the people on the bus? She just vanished them and turned them into flower petals? <laughs> That's what I said when that happened. But, <laughs> but they did show the bus driver. So I guess it was empty. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I mean, that was the other thing. Like he, she fucking turned that deviant into a tree. And it's just like, and then they right. never say anything about that. Like it was like, Okay. How'd you do that? That's just a thing that happened. I don't know. Who knows? You know, right, right. Will it ever come up again? I have no faith that it will, like, based on the other things that happened in this movie. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, like, not to, you know, it's like Marvel movies are not perfect by any means, but, like, I do feel like there aren't too many things. I can't think of too many instances in other movies where they've, like, introduced something like that and then it, like, don't even mention it. Like, you can see ones where it's, like, something gets mentioned and then they like kind of go with it for a little bit and then kind of just drop it because it's not really working. But this yeah, just yeah. seems more like there were like two different things like the deviant that like can, you know, the inexplicable, like, you know, super evolved deviant and then her like growing power or whatever that just get mentioned once or shown and like no explanation is made whatsoever of like yep. what's going on. And I feel like of of the ensemble, I feel like Selma Hayek's character really got the short end of the stick on that one. Yes. Like I was expecting to see a lot more of her, um, and we really got very very little, and that was really disappointing. And I would have been interested to know. Like I feel like not enough. Again, way not enough time. Like I know she gives a little mini monologue to um, to Icarus, but it's like 
she's done this for like millions of planets or whatever she said. She always knew what the real thing is. Like she, I, you know, by the way it sounds right. It's like, she's the one who doesn't get her mind wiped every time. Like right. She she's very complicit. much knows. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And yet she's got this change of heart for earth. And like, you just don't buy it again at all. Where it's like, why? Why after all this time? And she mentions like, oh, there's something like these people, like we've seen them like grow. And it's like, what? None of the other people, like none of the other civilizations on any of the other planets, like lived and loved and laughed and like created Here's a weird feel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this reminded me of a weird feeling I had while I was watching this movie. This is totally bizarre. I was so disconnected from Earth. I was just like, sure, just like wipe the planet out, move on to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care about, like, how come I don't care about Earth? There was no reason for her to give a shit about Earth. Yeah. Like, if, right, there's there's a lot of work they could have done. Like, if she had made like a personal connection with someone or like fucking boyfriend, something, you know? Like, all we see of her is basically like, yeah, she lives in the blue palace and is just like, yeah, this is pretty nice. I guess I don't want this planet to blow up. And it's like, I assume you're, this is exactly what you've done many, many times before. Right. No. The only one, the only person out of that whole crew that seems to have a reason to want to save Earth should be the guy who has the kid. By the way, right. I would be, yeah, exactly. I, I would be remiss if I didn't point out the fact that the celestial, I forget his name. Arashem. Um, specifically says that they need new celestials every billion years, but the Eternals have only been around for millions of years. So how many celestials could they really have helped with? I don't know. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe it's a thing where it's, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going in knots trying to like justify some of that stuff where it's like, well, maybe it's like celestials live for a billion years. So you need a new one every billion years, but they're always dying out at know. different times. So it's like all staggered. So they're going, the but other like, thing that I was but they don't say like, any okay. of that. Like this is me just trying to make shit up. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're going to save the earth. This celestial is not going to be born. And then what happens? Does the universe freeze out? Everybody freezes their asses off. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like it's never, it's, it's, it's also never clear. It's like the celestials say they're necessary for the universe, but like, but are they right? Are they, yeah. They're not fucking reliable to say that. Like, of course they're going to say that. So like, who the fuck knows right. um, what the situation is. Right. Um, but 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 all of this kind of hammers home like what you said in the first place, Paul, which is that it's like like there's just way too much plot or like too much too many things that require explanations that a two and a half hour movie could not provide like at all. Where it's yeah. like you know you like 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 you said it's like you could have made like like I said like a series or two seasons of a series and then a movie. It's like like you needed. I feel like for a lot of this stuff to work, it's like you need it to be way more of a slow burn of like, it's like if, if Salma Hayek's going to have some kind of turnaround, I want to fucking see that turnaround. Like I want to see her like, like certain things happen or her like, I don't know. Like it would make more sense to me if like she wanted to save Earth partially because it's like they've made, you know, it's like in with all the Infinity Stones and shit like that, like Earth was re- was referred to at various times as kind of like a special planet in certain ways. So it's got all these weird superheroes on it and like multiple Infinity Stones ended up there and all that. It's like if that was a reason that would make more sense where it's like mm-hmm. there's something about this planet, you know, that requires further study or something like that. Not like not, you know, I, I get the idea of it. Like it's like this very squishy kind of like, oh, the people like it's like, you know, it's it's like they you know they've they've you know touched my heart or whatever but it's like when i thought about it too hard it made it feel like one of these weird like 
Earth is special and no other place is like kind of thing where it's kind of like, and eh, like if there's other civilizations out there, like why the fuck wouldn't they like have the same cool cultures or do other things that are cool or like, you know, they wouldn't move you in any way. You'd just be like, well, time to blow this place up like at the end of 7,000 years or whatever. Yeah. I do have to say I did. I did for something positive about the movie. I did like the valet. I thought he I forget his name. Oh, yeah. I liked him, too. Um, <laughs> I, I thought he um, was very funny. Yeah. Karun. Yeah. Hey, Karun. Yeah. He was yeah. he was good. He made he, he was entertaining every anytime he had something to say and pipe up. And I thought they used him like a good amount. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. That was. Yeah, that's like. I'm going to turn this into a more shitting on the movie. Um, no, like another thing that was weird was just like, as with most Marvel movies, there were like attempts at comedy, you know, that's kind of Marvel's thing. And, and I generally like Marvel a lot. Um, so I, I certainly wouldn't want there not to be, but I felt like it didn't fit with most of these characters at the same time. Like it, it felt weird. Um, not with all of them, like, you know, some of them, it made more sense, but like, I, I guess in that way, like Karun as like the comic, not not exactly comic relief, but you know what I mean? Like, like he fit a lot better. Like, like you said, like the way they deployed him was good. But like some of the other characters, like joking around just felt weird. Yeah. I, I mean, it felt like a movie where they wanted you to really believe that these guys were a, like a family, a cohesive unit. And like, and I wasn't buying it. So it made those like palling around things like, a lot of that didn't work that well for me. Yeah. Like that scene where they're in Australia and they're having like that big feast for whatever reason. Um, and they're like laughing and joking around with each other. Like a lot of that felt like, okay, now act like you guys like really like know each other really well and like really like each other and like have a lot of history. And it felt like they were acting like that. And I didn't, I wasn't buying any of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was odd. It, it reminded me of, um, and kind of how could it not, um, another movie we watched for this, which is The Old Guard, um, which was another movie where it's a group of people who have been around forever. And that was not a movie I particularly loved, if I recall. But I like, I did, yeah, I think you liked it and me and Paul didn't. Um, but like, I do think that movie was a little more effective at portraying like how people who had been around like for a really long time might be. Now I understand that those were like people who had been kind of inexplicably made immortal, whereas these were like beings that are created. And so they might act a little differently, but I, but I still feel like you didn't get a sense of like world weariness at all of like the idea that these people have actually seen shit. Like they yeah. allude to it sometimes. Like the only one who maybe you got a sense had seen shit was Druig because he was really pissed off overall at like the shit he had seen um but even that uh, was... also um fastos as well when he saw the, the, the atom, atom bomb, bomb. yeah right. but, but but i felt like there you felt it but like in other scenes with him you don't necessarily like like i felt like they put that scene in to be like man he really feels it here like this is what he's created but actually i don't think that they're doing that to make you see that he felt it it's just to explain why he's hard to find right now yeah probably that's a good I point. mean, it was like it was like his one big character moment, right? It was like right. here's his here's his piece of character advancement. It, everybody gets one, right? Like he got that one. Druig got the got, got the um, 
the scene with the conquistadors or whatever are like slaughtering the people. Right. Like everybody gets their one scene where they where they learn something or grow a little bit or whatever. Right, which is all you have time for when you have ten people. Oh, God, yeah. But, but we keep saying that's all you have time for, but holy shit, this movie felt really long to me. Oh yeah, and really slow. Really, really long. Like, I looked at it and I was like, okay, I got to be halfway through. And I was 34 minutes in. I was like, good God. That's when I sent you guys a text. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I agree. Like it, it, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, really long and, it, and, 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 and not in a good way. Like it, it felt every minute of its runtime and probably then some. Here's a question for you guys. Hmm? Could you even think or for a second and, and try and like, picture any of the music in this i got nothing i don't remember the music but i remember there being music like when they are like they have kind of like a suit up moment towards the end more or less like when they're getting ready to like stop the celestial from coming out there's like after icarus leaves um and there's definitely superhero-y music at that point but i feel like a lot of the other music like followed kind of the the way that the movie was shot, which is it was this very sort of slow, contemplative music, which, you know, I don't have any issue with on its own, but it doesn't it, it, it made this movie have like a very weird tonal quality because it's like it was trying to do something completely different and then also like have this like superhero vibe, like at certain points that didn't really like you know, it, it I clashed. I would say, like, as far as, like, the music goes, and a lot of stuff in this movie w would qualify for this, but, like, like I feel like the note that they were given is, like, this is epic and important and make right. it sound, like you know, and make it sound like that. And right. It would just, it, and you're right, and that created, like, that kind of weird disconnect that, like, I don't know, it, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Here's something that dawns on me. They referenced Superman in a Marvel movie. Yeah, they did. And, and Batman. I really don't remember the Batman part. They said that um, I forgot his name again, but the valid is like um, oh Alfred. yeah 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 like Alfred yeah yeah, yeah that's oh, right you're right that's a good call yeah I forgot about but that part. It's funny that they reference Superman because Icarus basically has the exact same powers as Superman. Yeah. Yep. And they I kind of felt like they just won. Can I just point out like how lame it is that he basically committed he couldn't not basically he committed suicide by flying into the sun. Yeah, I felt like the. I get it. I get it. I get it. This is Icarus, blah, blah, blah. But like, really don't much. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. It was a lot much. Yeah. Also, because he was like my favorite person. Granted, yes, he, he had that weird heel turn, but I, I wanted him, of all people, to stick around. What were they going to do with him, right? Because he's Superman. It's not like Thor was going to beat him. Like, what, what were they going to do with the guy? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It's really unclear how powerful these people are ultimately, right? Because they're fighting these. They're fighting creatures we've never seen before, and we have no gauge of how powerful those things are. Like, could Iron Man or Thor take out a deviant? I don't know. How hard would it be? I have no frame of reference. Like, I don't think Iron Man's doing anything right now. We don't see. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But, but like, we don't see like Icarus like doesn't like fucking like lift up a car or like we know he's stronger than average, but like. They, they, they do a really bad job placing how powerful these guys actually are. Yeah. My guess, and I'm guessing, is that Icarus is Thor-level powerful, and he's the most powerful one. And Thor-level powerful is really fucking powerful. I mean, Thor is one of the 
most powerful. And Cersei, people, yeah. when she gets when she gets stabbed by Sprite, first of all, when she got stabbed by Sprite, I, I audibly said, "Yuck!" Um, but well, her heel turn makes even less sense than Icarus, yeah, much less. She's like, ugh, yuck. Um, but then she, so did she inherit Samuel Hayek's ability to heal? No, she doesn't heal. Yeah, but the sword just kind of vanishes. Oh well, she can she can change matter into whatever she wants. So she turns it into fucking Vicodin or something. I don't know. And it's like right. goes right How, away. <laughs> how's Homegirl not just like bleeding out? It's a movie. She, it, it, you know how in the end of a movie, like if you're even if you're wounded, if you try really hard, you can. It, it doesn't you hurt anymore. Do you could yeah. kind of grit through it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what she did. Yeah, I've seen Rocky. That man gritted right through CTE. No problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Like I, I get. I, I guess what I feel about Sprite and her heel turn is like the the heel turn, meaning like the part where she decides to go with Icarus, that I'm okay with. Like it's like it's explained right, well fine. enough. It's more, yeah, it's like there's a difference between saying like I'll help you stop them because I'm like secretly kind of in love with you, and like I'm gonna stab my like my other friend who like I've spent all these years with, like just out of nowhere, just like stab and kill her. Like it's yeah, like, it like the, it like that part like... seemed much it felt like it was the first time they were like actually writing her for the age she looked like it was like oh she's a love-struck teenager and like this is what she's gonna do and make a bad decision but it's like they've but she's done not a good job establishing teenager. that's not what she is yeah <laughs> right seven thousand just years as old. old as the rest of them exactly and, and that's what didn't make any after sense. all after all is said and done they all kind of just stare at each other icarus is like peace out peace <laughs> yep i'm out <laughs> And then we're going to like hook up homegirl who just stabbed you. <laughs> and I don't know how you're not bleeding out. But besides the point, you're going to hook her up now with the ability to, to get what she wants. Well, that's the other thing that makes it so weird that Icarus like kills himself. It's like, well, they clearly have forgiveness on the brain. Like it's like, all right, may- maybe they wouldn't have forgiven him like immediately. But like it, it felt more like, like he couldn't forgive himself. Right. Like that was the idea. Maybe, that- yeah. But but it did feel like a lot like, OK, we have certain we have certain characters we need to take off the table moving forward. Um, and like Icarus was a problematic character. Sprite was problematic for the reasons of like the actor will grow, but the character can't. So, right. Okay. They, they, they dispatch with her as it were. Um, and, and they, and they pare down, like, I, like I get the sense that they're like, well, we can't fucking like keep having movies. Like we can't integrate them into the MCU. If, if there's, there's fucking like 10, 10 of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to we need to cut them down a lot, and that's kind of what they do at the end of the movie. Send some to space, keep a couple here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and who knows where those couple are going? That end part was weird too, where it was like, okay, so first there's this fucking hand and everything coming out, then like the fucking celestial just shows up, and and I was re- definitely wondering for a second, I was like, can nobody else see that? And then like, and then when it's done, it's like, oh no, everybody saw that. Like yeah, they're oh, fucking freaking fucking out. Yeah. Like they are freaking out, and it's like. Oh, great. Like, are they going to deal with that in future movies? The fact that, like, some thing just appeared, like, in the sky, this gigantic thing? It must be really weird to be a regular person in the MCU. Yes. It's like, oh, fuck, what now? <laughs> I might disappear, fucking aliens, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that, yeah that, that is wild that he just kind of shows up and grabs everybody and it's like, well, I'm out of here. Right. Like, it's like, did he need to show up like that? Like, it seems like he's probably powerful enough to yank him out without having to, like, come close enough that everyone can, like, see. Like, So who's who's Kit Harrington? Who's Jon Snow? 
He's got to tell you that there's something. So up he's with a him. character called the Black Knight in in Marvel Comics. Um, I don't know much about him except that he never heard of this character. Yeah, I, I only you know I, I kind of looked it up a little bit. This is um one of the characters from Medieval Times, Paul. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I've never been to Medieval Times, so He's I actually fucking know. He actually he, he plays that. the Black Knight from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So he's he's the one who gets his arms and legs chopped oh, off. So he did get better. <laughs> exactly. It's a flesh wound. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he he like he holds the ebony blade, I guess. Um, Is right. Problematic. <clears throat> Which they mention. They mentioned that I think at some point in the movie when someone's practicing with a sword in their oh ship. yeah Athena has like Excalibur or something yeah and she's like is that the ebony blade and it's like it's Excalibur and then oh. the ebony blade is the thing that he picks up it is about to pick up at like the end in the post credit scene when Blade shows up yes when Blade off screen yeah. shows up I missed the second post credit scene what's the first I don't even remember what are the two before? first oh the first one is, one is Harry Styles got it yeah ugh God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the second, the second yeah, that was Harry Styles. That was Harry Styles. Yeah. The second uh, post credit scene is uh, is basically what Kit Harrington was about to tell her uh, before she got whisked away. Is is kind of like who I guess he's he's like the heir to this blade or something, uh, this ebony blade, um, and he's about to pick it up, and it seems like it's gonna make him all freaky in some way, shape, or form. Like it, like it, like whispers evilly to him, and it. Like the the case on like the case that the sword's in. What does it say? Something yeah. like de- death is my reward or something like that. Something like that. Right. Another relationship that has no fucking chemistry whatsoever. And the other thing, sorry, the, the ebony blade remind me reminded me of one other thing I wanted to mention, which is, which is the fucking emerald tablet that. Oh um, yeah. That Speedy goes after. I, again, I forget the character's Mac- name. Makari. Um and. Like, there's like a you got a real gift for this box. Like, there's like a whole like there's a whole scene of her trying to buy the tablet, um, and then she gets it at the end. And right, right, and they like they mention it. They like, mention it, but like nothing. They never explain it. It's like what was the whole point of that thing? I have no fucking idea. Right, like is that something going to happen with that or what? Yeah, that was uh, that was weird. To be continued. You find out in Eternals. Two. I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, in, think... in, in that post credit sequence, uh, like Kid Arrington's about to pick up this blade, and then you hear a voice say something like, "You sure you're ready for that?" And they don't say who the voice is, but it is Mahershala Ali's voice, very pretty, pretty clearly. If you know Mahershala Ali, who is playing Blade in upcoming MCU movies. Oh, really? Yes. Like, like, like Blade, like was like Blade's Blade. vampire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Blade. I mean, if you wanted someone to play Blade, Mahershala Ali is a good person to to do it. No, no, it's not a nothing. No, no offense to to that character, to that um, actor. It's just like I am. I am conceptually fine with the idea. Of, like we're, now we're getting we're really off track. I am conceptually fine with the idea of Blade. Like, and that seems fine. But like, how the fuck are they going to add vampires to the MCU? Like after on top of everything else? Like, I mean, they're just getting crazy. Yeah, they're they're yes. leaning very heavily in this in in all of this magic direction nowadays. Like, but like with Wandavision, and then <sighs> Agatha Harkness is getting her own show, and you got Doctor Strange. I feel like this Black Knight guy who Kit Harrington is has some of this weird stuff going on. 
because he's basically the descendant of this. I, I looked it up a little bit while we were talking. So yeah, like the blade carry like that ebony blade carries a curse, basically. And I don't know. It's it seems like it's gonna be all weird magic y. Um right. and then uh and then we got in the TV shows we got Moon Knight coming up, which you know, if you saw the trailer for that, looks very that looks weird good. and magic. Yeah, I thought I thought it looked really good. Yeah, um, I'm 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 down for that. Yeah, cool suit. You had a very really cool, cool suit. suit. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, but, I was gonna say, but, but really, but you, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, gonna have, we're gonna have vampires, but, I guess, is what you were saying. <laughs> that kind of shits and really plug into the X Men world, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean that's coming too. And the Fantastic Four, you know, this is gonna get really unwieldy, just like the comics. <laughs> I mean, we're fucking on the verge, like. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping I, that, it, that the idea of Eternals 2 just gets control all deleted. I mean, listen, it could happen. Like, they fucking did it with the Inhumans. Like, they could just, like, Inhuman these guys, too. And, like, we just kind of never really hear about them again. Or they, like, they fucking, like, you know, I don't know what to call it. Like, they, they midi-chlorian them, <laughs> like, to Star Wars it up. Like, it's just like, yeah, they're mentioned, but, like, we don't really see them. Or maybe they're in the background in the next, like, big Avengers movie or something or maybe, like that. Or, or, or maybe just, like, certain ones of them show up but they never show up as a team like yeah. it's like oh it's like it's this one from Eter- from the eternals or from eternals mm-hmm. whatever you want to say yeah it's like well i mean i mean we're gonna i mean i'm sure angelina jolie did not sign up for one movie so we're fucking um probably see her again right yeah all right anything oh, else boy. we want to say about how this movie went Anything, anything it went, else you know, that we haven't? I mean, haven't we touched on it for a minute. We touched on it for a minute. I don't think we need to bleed about it, but genuinely, genuinely hated how, in some way, shape, or form, most human events, all the way down to like fucking global warming, you can blame on these Eternals or or the planting of this seed deep, deep, deep into the earth. Like I hated that. Hated it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I was not a fan. So it's just like trying too hard, guys. I hated this movie. <laughs> the whole movie was trying too hard. Yes, it it, it really was. Uh, this is the worst move Marvel movie I've ever seen. I mean, it. I was. I, yeah. I've been thinking about it during this whole conversation. Like, is this the worst MCU movie? It's certainly in the running. Uh, what's worse? I mean, I can find things about Iron Man 2 I like far better than this movie. Iron Man 2 is not that bad in the well, end. I mean, also, also, none of the other movies I would consider, like, not the good ones. And Iron Man 2 is one of those. Like, none of them also, like, have this, like, like the things that don't work about them don't have, like, this qual- this problem. When I say problematic, I don't mean, like, racially or anything like that. But, like, this problematic quality where it's, like, it's also, like, kind of messing up the, the world a little bit. Where it's mm-hmm. like it's like not only can I not like do I not understand what happened in this movie, but it also like when I try to understand it, it makes other things not make sense. Yeah, Thor: The Dark World had the decency to not take place on Earth for the most part. Right, exactly. Like, a different world. <laughs> right, and I think a lot of this would have I would have been fine with a lot of this. It still would have been way too long and had way too much plot, but not taking place on Earth, I feel like, would have been a help. So that's that I didn't wasn't. have to constantly, like you said, constantly think about the fact that it's like, yeah, this is the same world where like where they fought Thanos and like Iron Man existed on the same world with them. Yeah. And like it just felt too weird. 
Captain America. Yeah. What would he do if he could like happen to roll in while this was all going down? Yeah. And it, and it was just weird when they would like, and it was weirder when they would discuss it. Like, like it's one thing if they were like, I don't know, like the equivalent of like, just like hermits out in the you know wilderness or whatever and not paying attention. But it's like when they're like mm-hmm. gossiping about it, being like, who do you think's going to be taking over the Avengers now? And it's like, like, do you guys like watch the movies like us? Like, that's that's what this sounds like to me. Right. It, like, it sounds like they had inside information that they shouldn't have access to. Right. Uh, they, sh- they should have been talking about the X-Men too. That would have been a nice way to loop it in. They're like, well, you know, the fucking Logan guy's been hanging around for 300 years. <laughs> right. Because they do mention Thor in, in yeah. that way. Yeah. At any rate. Yeah. Ugh. Put some grades on this? Yeah, sure. Uh, why don't you go first? We know you hated this. I can't give it a zero, but it's not far off. I, uh, I, congratulations for coming up with something redeeming. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I did not like. I did not like one thing about this movie. So, it was a movie. Zero point five. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I'll go next and we'll finish with Paul. Um, you know, I, I have to give it better than that because I think there were a couple, I mean, there were one or two things I found redeeming and, you know, I like, like I said, I liked the like Gilgamesh Thena relationship, you know, or what, or whatever it was like friendship. Um, and, and I like a couple of the characters like individually on their own. And I do feel like, I, I don't think this was irredeemable, although I think some a couple pretty big changes would have to be made for it to work. But even so, it's 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 a mess and and I don't really understand how they tried to cram all this in and and also just thought that everyone would be okay with just like a ton of new characters, none of whom are given a chance to shine. Like they did this with Guardians of the Galaxy, but those those characters are memorable characters like when you watch that movie. Like not, these were just largely interchangeable because they weren't given time to do anything. So I'm going to give it one and a half, which I mean, yeah, I, I I think even the movies I don't like in the MCU, I pretty much would give it two and a half. So this is a full star below that, which I guess makes this my least favorite Marvel movie, like you said. Yeah, I think, I mean, it could be just because the wound is so fresh, but I do think this is my least favorite MCU movie. I think that... I, I, I'd be really curious, like they showed this movie like internally or whatever. And somebody was like, yeah, people are going to be psyched for this. Like, this is going to be good. And it's just like, Mm-mm. um, there, I mean, there were bits and pieces that I liked. They were by far in the minority. Um, and, um, we didn't talk about, um, Kamal Nanjiani's character who, who I thought I was going to hate, but didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, he was fine. Uh, yeah, he was fine in the end. And um, and we also didn't really talk about the special effects, which I thought that the gold line thing that they had going on for everybody um, largely didn't work for me. It also it also made the movie feel, again, like they're talking about, like, I have no idea how powerful these guys are. Like, those things felt particularly weightless in a weird way. Like, especially, I thought, for um, Thena's weapons, like, that was part of the problem I had with our characters. Like those gold line based weapons didn't look like they had any weight to them. And I felt like she didn't move as if they had any weight to them and it made it look weird and like very fakey. Um, 
but so all that being said, like, yeah, there was, there was not a light, not a lot to like here. Um, it was way too long and yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to split the difference and give it a one. Yeah. That's, that's where I thought you were going with it. That's <laughs> so the more you talked. Yeah. I feel um, like that's often what I do. Yeah. What, here's here's something interesting now that we've talked all the way through it is um it broke the record for um most views on disney plus for as a release and streaming which is fucking surprising i think it might partially be because um it might have been a movie that a bunch of people said like yeah i don't really know that i want to check it out in the theater but i'll i'll see it when it comes out and it's free whereas like well, I, I guess I'm maybe surprised. Well, so Black Widow had the issue where it wasn't free when it came out. And so, like, that kind of damaged probably how many views it got. And Shang-Chi, I think, like, came out at a time when people were, like, it was, like, in between Delta and Omicron. And, like, people, well, so was Eternals, to be fair. But, like. Eternals did $400 million at the box. Yeah, it didn't do badly. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, it, agreed. It, it, world, worldwide, it did a pretty decent job. Um, like I think they're fine with how it performed, um, overall, but critically it did not do well. And, and people didn't necessarily like it either when they watched it. Um, one, one other thing that I, I guess I just wanted to mention, cause it wasn't like a, I don't know, one minute sequence or whatever it was that I felt like I liked was, um, the, at the end of the movie, the like Makari Icarus fight basically the flash Superman fight. If you want to call it that, Um, but I thought it was relatively well done. I liked it more than the flash Superman fight, put it that way in, in justice league. There wasn't as much weird slow-mo all the way through. Like it actually was fast for most of it. Yeah, it was, it it, was kinetic, but you could follow what was happening. Right. Exactly. So I, I appreciated that because I felt like that was a pretty good action sequence like that, that fight. And it was a little bit like, yeah, I wish there had been more of that. Maybe. At some points, that 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 might have led me to feel a little better about you know, and, and less of like some of the shit we didn't like. But like the way he, the way Icarus flew, like especially when he was flying slowly, like when he was straight up and down, he was like extremely wooden, um, almost more like he was floating than flying. And now I'm thinking about the the version of this movie where that's the only way he could fly is like standing straight up as a board and just flying like face first into everything. I would love that. Or you could, he could like only fly like you control like an etch a sketch. Like you can only go like <laughs> like vertically. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, give us that version. <laughs> Earth is like a fucking ant farm for this guy. <laughs> oh boy. The, the the end of the finale takes place in like in a big circular dome. He's like, damn it. Like, hold on, wait, I'm getting, hold on, I'm coming. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Up and over, up and over, up and over. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, there we go. That was Eternals. I mean, we watched it. Like, like I, I don't think I've said that about a Marvel movie before, but like, I feel like the best thing about it is that it's like, well, I got it watched. So now if like, if if they ref, if they reference it in some other movie, I know what they're talking about. I don't have to watch it again until I, uh, you know, I've been I've been going through all these, watching them with my kids. I don't know when we get to this one. I might I might just skip it. There's nothing. 
skip it until like some of these characters come back in later movies and then it's like oh you need to know who they are all right fine you can watch it you'll be older by that point you can watch it without me <laughs> digital babysitter exactly good luck let me know what you thought <laughs> all right afterwards you can listen to me and your two uncles swear up a, swear up a storm on this podcast That's right. here's what they That's thought right. exactly when it came out here's what we thought not one of our finer hours um we uh we got an email that, oh. I, that I wanted to talk about. So so this is from uh from our listener Devin, who um asked us what we thought was um basically um you know our our movie of the year basically for for twenty twenty one. I need some stipulations. Am I is Devin looking for? It was it was it was what was our favorite movie. That came out mm. in 2021. Put it that way. Favorite yeah, movie. That is, that is what he the said. movie I, the best movie I saw, and my favorite movie are two different. So this is favorite. Can I tell you the best movie I saw? Sure. sure. Best movie I saw from a film perspective, and I really liked it quite a lot. Was Minari. I'd highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I would, I would like to beautifully shot script was beautiful the acting was really good i've always been a big steven yun fan from walking dead but like totally different side of this dude and um who was the woman that played his mother-in-law she won the oscar Est- did she mm-hmm. yeah uh, she won best supporting Esther moon is that is that is that who played the mother-in-law anyway find it. and then the little guy um Alan Kim, who played his son, was super good, too. Really, really. This one's going to be one that they do, like, in film classes in the future. Like, beautiful film. Um, my favorite, um, surprisingly enough, was um, was Black Widow. Wow. Whoa. I just really liked it. Fair enough. When I, when, I, we watch it, when I watch it for Podflix, do we do Miniflix or Podflix, Podflix. on that? We did, a, we did a full episode. <clears throat> when we did that episode, rewatching it again, I was like, yeah, I really like this movie. I like that time frame. Um, coincidentally enough, I watched Thor Ragnarok um, this past weekend. I like that time frame in the Marvel Universe between Civil War and Infinity Thanos War. When, when they're like, yeah, when they're like. Kind of scattered and on uh, the run and stuff. Yeah, Civil War is really good. All that, some of that Captain America stuff is really. Civil War is basically an Avengers movie, it anyways. Is. Yeah, yeah. And that that kind of because a lot there's a there's a bunch of movies that happen in the middle there as they're all scattered. Right, it was a good way to break them up and have them go back to their own individual movies, and that's where Black Widow takes place. I really wish. I think we talked about this when we did that episode. I wish they'd released that movie back then. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But I think so. I. Spoiler alert! I don't watch a lot of movies that aren't for the podcast. So, me neither. Um, if we're if we're doing it Willie style, um, probably the best movie I saw. Honestly, like I'm going to say, Dune was was um, it was good. It was really. Good. I, I I I know some people didn't love it, but I, but I liked that movie. I thought it was extremely well made. You did give Hamilton a five, but Hamilton is in 2021. That's true. It's not. Yeah, it's 2020. I mean, and technically, it was, it's, it was filmed back in whatever twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen or something. Yeah, but, but yeah, huh. came out. In Did not come out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, Fuck. they're all blending together, guys. Yeah, I know. And my favorite movie of twenty twenty one is probably Shang Chi. Was probably yeah. my was probably my favorite movie. I, I as you know, it, it's 
wild to bounce off that movie and then bounce into Eternals, but that's what we did. Um, but I, but as far as like, yeah, m- movies I saw, that was probably my favorite. By the way, that was on my list too. I just didn't watch it until I think after the maybe after the year was over, the very end of the year. It didn't feel like a 2021 movie for me. Yeah, when did we? Yeah, it was it was right at the end of the year, basically. You guys reviewed it. I hadn't seen. Oh yeah, it yet. yeah, that's it right. That's right. It was just the two of us. And because yeah. you guys loved it so much, maybe like two or three weeks later, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, I'm I'm in the same boat as Paul in that I don't watch any many other movies, so that's kind of a bit of a issue. So my, I, I the best movie I watched was Dune. I would say. And then um, hmm. that might also be my favorite movie. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, it was, it was really good and I really enjoyed it um, the, the whole way through. It was, it was engrossing and like, I really liked the world they created. And like I said, when we did the um, episode on it, like I just thought it was just a gorgeous movie to watch. So any standout TV for you this year? I don't know what 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 TV shows came out this year. <laughs> All the shows that you would normally watch. for me this season of Succession was really good. Yeah, I, again, like I didn't watch probably too much TV beyond like what we reviewed on the on the show. Probably it was WandaVision this year. Yeah, it was very beginning of this year of of twenty twenty one. So it was fucking great. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I don't know if this is a popular opinion or not, but but that I liked. WandaVision more than Loki. Mm. It's it's hard for me. So I I think I said at the time we did Loki that I liked Loki more, a little more. Um, but I will say that I recently rewatched WandaVision with my kids. It's very good. Yeah, I don't know how they felt about it because I think like there wasn't enough fighting in it for them. But like right. me watching it, like I felt like it held up pretty well, like without the whole week to week, what's going on business of it. It still held up pretty well. And I think I liked the last two episodes more than I did at the time. Oh, that's um, good. You know, like, like, no, no, it was a little bit of knowing what I was getting into. Maybe like knowing that, like there was going to be a little bit of punch fest in, in the last episode, I could kind of just kind of get past that in my head and appreciate the parts around it. Um, Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's very, it's a very emotional show and it, like it's, it packs a real emotional heft that I'm that I was surprised at. So yeah, that would definitely be up there for me. And I guess the one thing I will say is like, I liked, I may have liked, so I haven't rewatched Loki. Maybe, maybe after I rewatch that, I'll feel, you know, I'll flip it. I'll feel, feel like I like WandaVision more, but I do feel like, I mean, the performance that I think Elizabeth Olsen in particular gives in WandaVision is like, just better so than good. any yeah like it, it's so good it's, it's just really really good um so Devin did ask another question if, if mm. and, and this one might be an easier one to answer um he also asked um is there a specific movie from our childhoods um that we think still holds up today and that everyone should watch the holds up today part makes it a little tough because we've talked before on this show about things that like we remember from our childhood and like, but kind of acknowledge that it's like, I don't know if like some of this humor holds up. I mean, I mean, I can rip off a couple right off the top of my head. Ferris Bueller still holds up. 
Back to the Future definitely still holds up. Um, I th- I think lo- like I'm not gonna say like anything 100% holds up. Um, but Back to the Future does largely hold up. I think Ghostbusters largely holds up. Um, right. How far back are we going? Like, like when we say our childhood, what are we what are we considering our childhood? Uh, zero to ten. Zero to ten. Okay. I became a man at eleven. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Zero to fourteen. Let's say you know pre high yeah. school. Well, it could be zero to ten. I don't. I don't know. The reason I'm asking is it's like I feel like one movie that very much holds up because I feel like people still watch it now and like it just as much when they're kids and everything the same way would be home alone but that's one that came out when we were towards the end of that period of time still kids but not young kids exactly well that movie definitely doesn't hold up for me but <laughs> i guess i people do people do still like it i still like it guilty i mean i would love to say raiders of the lost ark um there's i think raiders holds up it does, except like the whole Marion bit at the beginning. Like, there's sure they're, 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 yeah, you, pretty... you, you have to get past a line or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Even, but otherwise, I mean, talk. even that. Have have we talked about this at all? I know this is going to digress a little bit, but like, so how old? How old are they there? Right, like, like, like she says, she says the line, like I was, I was a what would you say? I was a child. I was a kid. I was, I was just a kid was or something like kid. that. Yeah, but like she wasn't like. I don't know. Like, what is the age difference between them? What What is it supposed to be? I mean, keeping keeping apart for a second how old Harrison Ford actually is. I, I mean, the the problem is like there. She was as written. She was supposed to be an underage teenager when 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 I was just a kid, and there was supposed to be more dialogue making that more explicit. Uh, that didn't make it into the movie. Well, I'm glad it didn't make it into the movie because I feel like you can. You can buy like right. It was ten years, right? The, I, th- I think he says, "Yeah." So, so, so whatever happened was ten years ago, and I feel like you can buy that. I don't know. In in my head, maybe this is just me trying to like make the math work or whatever. But like, I could buy that. Like, she was like nineteen and he was twenty five, and now she's like twenty nine and he's thirty five. Right, which is how I always read it at the time. Right until yeah, which is like so. you know a little like. I mean, you could still say you were a kid if you were like a college student. Like you're, yeah, you're totally. not saying you were literally a kid. You're saying that like it's like I was not, you know, I was not emotionally mature the way that, like you, and you should have realized that, like that kind of thing. Right. That was that was always my read of it too. Right. Yeah. Me too. But yeah, it's why hard to why say. Did right. They wanted to make her an underage teenager. What 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 was the point of that? Spielberg, no Lucas, Lucas, that was yeah, Lucas. that was Lucas. Lucas and you tie writer. that to like the, like you tie that to like the Princess Leia stuff from the first movie, like, yeah, Princess Bride, that one holds up. I think it does. You know the thing is, right? Any movie we name, if it's still holding up and it's from the eighties, it's considered a classic. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder. I, the other thing is, like, how many of those movies have I seen recently enough to know if they even hold up? Oh yeah, well, not true. many. Yeah, I I've probably seen them more recently than you because you know my kids are now ten and twelve, so they're old enough to watch. Like we watched Ferris Bueller's, they loved it, and it was it was fine. What about Die Hard? It's a good question. I think Die Hard holds up. I think it probably yeah. does. I think it does. Yeah, yeah. You know when that holds up? That's great, and the visual effects are still amazing. Terminator, Terminator 2. Two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Terminator Two 
definitely holds up. Yeah. What a good fucking movie. And then the other when you, when you I was going to say when you, when you talk about vis- old visual effects holding up, I feel like it's like Terminator 2 and Jurassic Park are like are oh, like yeah. two movies where it's like hold up surprisingly wow. well. Uh, I thought you were going to say The Abyss for some reason. Um I like The Abyss. Yeah, the Abyss isn't bad. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. Another another James Cameron one. Um so okay, let me let me uh let me tweak the question then. Um, are there any movies from your childhood that aren't necessarily considered classic that, that, that people don't necessarily talk about that you think were kind of underappreciated or that it's like, ah, oh, yeah, those are great movies. And either you think they hold up or you wonder if they w- do hold up because you haven't seen them. But like some like uh, movies you thought were great that aren't like the classics everyone talks about. Like we're not going to we're not, yeah, well, not going to say Ghostbusters. Do I here. do I still have to think they're great? <laughs> no, fine. You don't have to. Oh, cool. I have two answers then, and that's the case. You you go ahead, Paul. Well, I was going to say Highlander, a movie that I loved as a kid, which was bad. Um, but I loved it too, Paul. Don't be embarrassed. But it's still, I mean, it's, it, it holds up insofar as like it hasn't become like super problematic or there's not like, it's not any more cringy than it was when it came out in the 80s. Right. But it's Sean not Connery good. in a red suit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doing, supposed to be it, it, it playing an Egyptian <laughs> with a <laughs> Scottish accent, yeah. Uh, the one that that definitely I thought was great as a kid that I I'm sure is terrible now was um, the Never Ending Story. Yeah, that's definitely one of those that was like huge when we were kids, and like I always wonder in my head that it's like, but is it? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> no, I rewatched it with Penny and Nolan recently. It's bad. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? Fl- I, you know what I just the other one that's also bad is Flight of the Navigator. That yeah. Flight of the Navigator was totally one I was into when I was a kid. And my favorite part of it was like the alien voice that was like Pee Wee Herman voiced. And then I watched it like I don't know. It was it's still probably I watched it ten years ago at this point, but I was an adult, and it felt I found that part so cringy. Uh, I found the beginning parts, which like when I was a kid, I felt like it was like get past this part and get to the alien ship. Um, but now when I watch like the beginning parts, I was like. This is scary. Like, it's like, this is like horrifying. This kid's getting abducted and like his family doesn't know where he is. And like, he comes back and he's like all grown up. It's like, this is freaky. Feels like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries all of a sudden. Um, The other one that I had for you that is like, people know it's good. They just don't talk about it a lot as like a classic. It's Hook with with Robin Williams. Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wasn't for Hook, you? Hook is a movie I saw a lot when I was a kid, and I feel like I, I liked it, and then like some part of me like realized pretty quickly, like even while I liked it, that I was like, I'm not sure if it's actually good. Like it's, it's also really hokey at times. Totally. And, yeah. But you know, did your kids he watch it, say, Willie? They loved it. They loved it. I feel like he was playing the genie in Aladdin. But as Peter Pan, do you remember that there was this uh, maybe there still is like a few years ago, there was this like push, like the guy who played Rufio wanted to make like a sequel, like a Rufio centered sequel. He made like a they made like a um, fucking like a like a YouTube trailer or something like a concept trailer (laughs) for like what that could be even. I was I. Now we're getting off topic, but I, I like six months ago, I, I was like pretty sick for like three days and just like couldn't get out of bed. And I ended up passing the time by for the first time in probably 15 years, maybe longer, 
watching episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, you got to pick and choose a little bit. You do, <laughs> but there's there's some good there's some there's a lot of good stuff in there that actually like is like I was like you know what this is really good Star Trek like this this oh, was yeah. a really good show. Yeah, it yeah. is weird to me how up and down the quality is though. Like it, it reminds me of like Twilight Zone episodes in a lot of ways where it's like, yeah. like you get like they're the great Twilight Zone episodes we all know. And then like if you go to a Twilight Zone marathon, there will be some episodes where you're like, what is this? And then like yeah. you go through it and you're like, eh, that was kind of like warmed over a little bit. Yeah, like they kind of kind of kind of that one in a little yeah. bit. But yeah, and, and yeah, Next Generation feels that way a little bit where it's like there's just some great episodes and then some ones where it's like, uh, this is corny. Yeah, and, and it's the it's ironic. Like I feel like this is something that doesn't happen with TV as much now. But like it's a show that like the good to bad quality gets better as the show goes on. Yeah, like there's a lot more good episodes in season five than season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, season one was. And I feel I like know. that I feel like that doesn't really happen now. Like it's it's like now I'm just talking out of my ass. But I feel like like if season one of something's not great, like it's like fucking canceled. Like you don't get a chance to grow into. Um, you know, into a good show. I, I'd say like yes and no. Well, I don't know. Like I, I, I guess like there are definitely shows like in the two thousands that grew into themselves, right? Like like big shows. Like like you think of like The Office, for instance. Like that first season is like pretty well acknowledged and not to be the worst season until it until Steve Carell left, at least. Um, or like Parks and Recreation, that like kind of the same thing where it's like the first season was very iffy and then it kind of found its stride. But yeah, in like streaming times, maybe you're right that it's like yeah, it kind of it, it kind of has to know what it's doing a little bit because who knows? Yeah, you're going back yeah. more than 15 years. Since I know, the start of the I know, office. I know, yeah. which is fair. Yeah, um, yeah, and even like um a little more recently, but still long enough ago. I at this point, I would say like like Breaking Bad is another show that like it was never bad. Like it was good right from the beginning, but it got better and better. I would say as, as it went on, but like, that's not, that's not good to bad. That's more like, Oh, it was a good show and then became great. And then like got even yeah. greater. Kind of. By the by the way, for everybody, um, for everybody listening, this is usually what the conversation that we have after we stop and we talk for another 20 minutes. Yeah. So you get to hear it this time. Yeah. This is, this is very much it. Um, Let's get into the post show so I can go to bed and you guys keep talking. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. I had I had more to say about I don't know whatever the fuck we were talking about. Wait, you, you didn't get you didn't oh, get I to will. say any. Oh, yeah. you, you didn't get to pick any movies, Mish. Did I not? Well, I, I agree with most of what you guys. I, so, so the one movie that I might add because Flight of the Navigators reminded me of it was. Um, did you guys ever watch Explorers when you were young? No, it's like another space movie. It's it's it might be Ethan Hawke's first movie. Like he's like a kid, and it's him and River Phoenix are, and they're like both kids. And then they, I, I don't even, and there's like a third kid, but I don't know who the fuck he is. And like they, like kind of like, I forget what happens exactly, but I like remember seeing it a couple times, and like it's the same deal in a lot of ways, where it's like they're in space, they like make a spaceship or something, and end up like in space with these aliens or something like that. It seemed kind of neat when I was a kid, but like I can't imagine that if I watched it now that it would exactly hold up except that, you know, it's got Ethan Hawke and river Phoenix. So I feel like probably like it's not horrible, man. I really thought you were going to say the last Starfighter. Oh yeah. Uh, we can talk about the last Starfighter yeah. too. I forgot about the last Starfighter, man. Which always, rem- movies which always reminds me of, um, the 1984 Jeff Bridges, movie, Starman, Starman, Starman. Sure. Yeah. 
which just makes me want to sing the song Starman. <laughs> Starman, nothing but Starman. Star no. Nailed it. Oh, okay. you, you got it. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it in one. All right. If you want to send us an email that will send us on a 25-minute long tangent, you can email us at talktopodflix at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to contact us by tweeting at us, which we will just get all really nervous about and not know what to do, um, <laughs> you can you can tweet us at, at podflix. Not sure why, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is how you this is how you always describe whenever we talk about Twitter, you're always just like, oh God, please don't tweet. I'll have to respond. <laughs> so I'm I'm just imagining what you must be feeling inside. Digital anxiety. Exactly. I'm full That's of my it. band name. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're off. Oh boy. Let's go. <laughs>